listening to the Joe, Mays, and J-Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. Hey! The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. Nine seconds left. Eagles by eight. Pretty. Lines them up. He's back again. He steps up. He's hit. He stumbles. He is throwing it deep for the end zone, and it is batted around and incomplete. And the game is over. The game is over. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. Let the celebration begin. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rapper. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 267 of the Joe Mays and JRF Show. I am one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Rapoff. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Every every time when you read off the number, it's still like crazy to me. 260-something. And then, yep. you know, all the different directions this has gone, you know, when we add in those numbers, like, it, it's crazy. Um, we, we've done this a few times. Just, just <laughs> a few, yeah. You're right. It's been and, a couple. Yeah, and it's fun every time. So. Give or take. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're uh, back again. We missed last week. I was at a, uh, Wilson football end of the year banquet. So that was a lot of fun. It was cool to see the seniors get their uh, letterman jacket and, uh, uh, receive the awards they've earned, uh, not only this year, but through the course of their career and, uh, just celebrate the season that was and, uh, kind of finally put a full bow on the 2018 season. And now they'll have about two weeks off and then, uh, 2019 starts literally new year's and new football season because yeah. they will uh, get to work. I mean, technically, they've already started work for next year. But once the, that banquet ends up, they'll take a few weeks off and they'll get back to uh, lifting plyos, morning films, you name it. It's happening. Um, basically, if you don't have other sports responsibilities or, um, you know, after school uh, academic endeavors, you have stuff beforehand and afterwards with uh, Wilson football. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy how you know it, it kind of gets to that point, and you know when when you're talking about that point in in high school football, you know we're also talking about late in the year <laughs> um, for NFL football and college football. Bowls season has started officially yesterday. I think there were what five or six yesterday. Um, yeah, there were a few because I watched some of the. One with Arizona State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Arizona State, Fresno State? Yes. Um, there was a couple others that I, got, I also I picked, paged I picked through. I them all right yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't. We should have done. And and I did. So um, I did a thing where I did the confidence picks. 
Okay. Which is super hard and I don't like doing. Um, <laughs> but I, I had my 30, there's 39 and I had 34 and 35 that I got right. I had, oh, nice. I had Utah State and they won big and I had Appalachian State and they won big. So. Yes. I also hit on my number one because I knew nothing about it. North Carolina A&T coming up big. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So um, I don't. Actually, depends. They know they were playing last time we were on the show. They're playing Kentucky in the Citrus Bowl. I can't remember two weeks. I think ago. they did because I think it came second. out that yeah. earlier in the earlier day. that day. Yeah. So, um, so that's not really new information, but related to the confidence index that Justin just mentioned, uh, the two of the college football writers from the Athletic uh, went through the confidence rankings of the thirty-nine bowl games, and one of them, I think it was Feldman. I texted it to you, but I don't yeah, remember if it was Feldman it or was. Mandel. I think it was um, Feldman. Had, uh, Feldman. Both of them, I believe, had Penn State winning, but uh, it was Feldman, Feldman had it was Feldman. as his highest confidence at 39. So I saw Benny Snell, the running back for Kentucky, declared for the draft, but he, he is did, going to play. And he is still going to play, yeah. yeah so. Same thing. Well, I, actually, I don't know. Is there is there a linebacker C even draft eligible? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a, I'm, ever since I left draft tech, my knowledge of the pro-ready people has gone out the window, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's uh, isn't it also Josh Allen as like the quarterback on the Bills, is, linebacker yeah. from Kentucky. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Nittany Lions are going to get to see a great running back and an incredible linebacker. Yeah. So um, they're going to have their hands full for sure. But you know, people think that they're going to come through and get to. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hope so. That would be awesome. With double digit uh, wins. Double digit win. Beat an SEC team. Um, all, all of those are good things. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I, I would love it to happen. Right. I'm I'm not as confident as as that. Um, I'm hopeful, but I wouldn't say I'm confident. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. On That's that. generally how I have my fandom for Penn State, though. Is is more um, hopeful than than confident. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, so. that 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 describes us to a T for yes. sure. So, uh, anything else college-related? We've kind of seen a, a push, quasi-push for an 18 playoff, yeah. uh, which would be wonderful. I mean, I, I think my hear- ultimate dream is 16, but I would settle for I eight. Think, I think I heard an interesting take this week, and it's somebody who is a supporter of four. Um, and they said they can get behind eight, but that you're not guaranteed to be – there's still no guarantee for conference champion. Essentially. And their point was, argue to me that Washington, a three-loss Washington deserves to be in the 18 playoff. And I agree. I agree. Like, I I think if you are a two-loss champion, then, you know, you're well, probably getting in. You know what I the, mean? But, um, well, the one scenario that they put forth was to eliminate conference championship games. Right. Which I don't know exactly how that would work because – because then you're not playing everyone right. in your conference. Each like, conference would have to come up with tiebreaker scenarios then. Like, how do you determine who's the conference champion if they're, say, they both go through the conference undefeated? Yeah. Which like, would happen all the time. See, especially this in the Big it, Ten. W- it would have worked better 10 years ago when we didn't have the big conferences. Right. Like, now. Now it's it, like the super conferences need right. to go away because you can't play round robin everyone. Right. I mean, you you couldn't in the Big Ten as it is now. You can't play 13 teams in the regular season, and that's right. what Penn State would have to do. Right. Obviously, we look through this, uh, you know, a nitty line focus, but the Big Ten can't do that. Right. So, and, and the SEC can't do it, and the Pac-12 can't do it. Right. Uh, you know, like the ACC can't do it. 
So, I mean, the... Uh, There's a lot to work through. The current... I would have no problem with the highest... Well, no, I guess... I don't know. I guess you could put a clause in there that, like, the highest ranking team from each conference. That Because if Northwestern won the Big Ten Championship, they didn't necessarily deserve to get in the playoff, even if it was eight teams. Right. However, I mean, I guess you could argue they do. <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just readjusting. Yeah. I, I, I won eight. I, I won eight. We talked about 16. I think we walked through what that would look like, and that would have been incredible. Um, but eight would be fantastic. And I honestly don't see a reason not to do it. People say, like, I think the worst and laziest argument for this is, oh, well, it'll it'll depreciate the value of the regular, the regular season. season. Yeah, that's- no, the regular season already means nothing because look at look at the last week of the regular season. Everybody already said if Alabama loses, they're still in. Right. OK, well, then you're telling me that game means nothing. And that's a rivalry game. Right. And you told me that means nothing. You know, look at the other hand. Ohio State beat Michigan, you know, supposedly the best defense in the country. They put 60 on them, and it didn't matter. So, you know, well, okay, well, that, that game didn't matter either. Now, I understand they lost to Purdue earlier in the year, but, like, you already have meaningless games. Right. UCF hasn't lost in two years, and and they're not invited to come in. Now, like, I, there are other – you can make other arguments – as to why UCF shouldn't be in like that, that can be done. But to argue that it adding eight teams to the playoff will make the regular season meaningless is a lazy take. In yeah. my opinion, there, there are legitimate, you can make legitimate cases for why it should be for. I think saying it depreciates the regular season is the worst take is the most, maybe not the worst, but it is a lazy <laughs> take. is the most games you can play right now, depending on conferences and things like that. 15, so, like, you pay 12 regular yeah. season, a conference championship, then possibly two CFP games. Yeah. So, they would have to make it 12 total games with or without a conference championship right? to do an eight-team playoff. So, you'd have to lose it. I don't understand. I mean, I, I shouldn't say I don't understand. I do understand. Well, But well, get rid of the non-conference games. Wouldn't it be interesting if it was like, if it was like basketball? Where, like, the conference kind of, I think in there, the conference kind of decides who gets their automatic bid. So, like, the Ivy League, oh, for boy. example, the Ivy League <laughs> has. You really want Delaney in charge of. No, no, no. <laughs> but, like, how crazy would that idea be where they're just like, all right, SEC, you get a spot, you decide how you want to figure it out. You know, Pac 12, you get a spot, you decide how you want to figure it well, out. Well, don't most of them, the postseason. Postseason playoff conference playoffs. Yeah. Basically, is how they it's decide. the Ivy League that doesn't because I don't think they have the tournament. I think it. I think it's the regular season Ivy League winner gets it, gets the title because I don't believe they have a tournament. So it, it is just <laughs> the regular season. Yeah, because they one of the conferences. I that, think that's like, the only one. When the conference tournaments start up, they're like the first team is already known. Because yeah, they, they already know because done. yeah, they've already played. Yeah, but anyway, like it, it's just an interesting thing to kind of think about. I would love to see eight, um, you know, and even from the Penn State point of view, that wouldn't change anything for them this year. Right. You know, like they'd still be out and like, and I not making an argument for them to be eight, but I think it should be eight. I don't know where that's coming from. (laughs) I don't hear it out here. That's really weird. 
Because it was a Star Wars theme. Yes, yes, I heard it. <laughs> and it's not coming from inside the room, but it is in our headsets. And I don't have anything else up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, then. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we uh, have NFL to discuss. And as I alluded to prior to the show, <laughs> week 15 is basically over. Yeah. How yeah. crazy is that? Thank you very much. Uh, like December is terrible. Especially this late uh, no, in December. December. This week is... in December is probably like the worst week of December. December is the best. December is the absolute <laughs> Does best. Does not compare to July. Especially Ooh, I, especially that third week of July. Like all-star break July. <laughs> let's uh, fix my mistake here. It's not episode 27. That was back in 2011. Yeah, we've, so, also, we've also invented time travel. Yes, we, we've gone back in time. Yeah. So here, that, that should Unfortunately, be Unfortunately, has not helped our predictions at all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so... We had an incredible game Thursday night featuring two of the AFC West best, the two of the best in the AFC period, it seems, that make we the argument they are the two best. undersold yeah. the Chargers uh, at the beginning of the year, even yeah. though we were both pretty high on okay. them. And I, I've got to be I got to be honest about this. And I think I talked about it before a little bit a, a couple weeks ago. Um Philip Rivers is becoming that guy that I used to trash all the time because I, <laughs> I couldn't stand him. And the longer he plays and the way he plays, the more I find myself kind of liking Philip Rivers. There are things he does that I don't like. I don't like that he like loses his mind. But at the same time, I'm just like, but that's no different than Brady or, or any even of them. or even Peyton, right? Like any of them. all those like or Rogers or. Where is this coming it's from? Like a, it's like the radio or something. That's so weird. It sounded like a commercial. All right. Anyway. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. So, uh, Chargers score with yeah. four seconds to play and, and go, go for two. Right. Look at their last two road wins. Huge. Yeah, they beat the Steelers and beat the Chiefs. And comeback fashion. Yeah. So, the Chargers are four, for real. They were down 14 in both. Yeah. I think they were down 14 three times this year and they've come back and won. So it's definitely not the Chargers of late. And we kind of saw this building last year where they should no. have been better than they were. Right. They finished what right. seven and nine or eight and eight, and they were like three or four games so, that they probably should have right. won. Right, and you, so you look at this and you're like, "All right, well, the, I I heard somebody saying the other day the Chargers had the tiebreaker, but I thought the Chiefs had the tiebreaker. Is it isn't the first tiebreaker for the division your divisional record? Divisional record, and I think the Chiefs have only lost one divisional game." They lost to the well. They've lost to the Patriots. They lost to the Chargers. Who is their third loss? I don't know. Who else did the Chiefs lose to? I don't. I don't remember. Wow. Yeah. Drawing. Drawing. Did they lose to the Rams? They lost to the Rams. Right. So they've only lost one divisional game. Two. And two in the AFC. Right. And the Chargers lost to. I see. I have no idea who the Chargers lost to. They lose to the Chiefs the they first time. They lost to the Chiefs the first time. I thought so they lost split. to Denver once. So they have two losses in the division still. Hmm. So, I, I'm not exactly sure. I think the Chiefs have the tiebreaker, though. However, I think the Chiefs um, – I'm trying to think. The Chiefs have to play someone this week. Oh, they they go to Seattle, I think. And and Seattle just lost today in overtime. We'll talk about that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, trying to see if I can pull up some more information on, the, on these teams. It's not working out real well here. Might have right. to go a different route. But 
Yeah, so Chargers Chiefs was a huge game to kick off week 15 and then we actually had two games yesterday and I loved everything which was it. fun you know without and they um, weren't necessarily great games but they were exciting well games. they weren't great matchups but they were exciting games right right well first Texans Titan or excuse me Texans Jets and I thought the Texans had this one in the bag and then oh next thing gosh, I know yeah. they're losing right or tied and, and in my opinion that was one of the better games Sam Darnold has played all year now, to be honest, I haven't watched a whole lot of Jets games from start to finish. Yesterday, I didn't catch all of it, but I caught most of it. And yeah, he, he looked he looked much better there than he has in some other games. Um, the Texans, though, man, like they were looking they were looking good. Then all of a sudden, you're like, oh my gosh, they're going to lose to the Jets and lose two in a row. Yeah. And, then the, and we then, thought the wheels had fallen man, off, and, and then, then they Deshaun Watson back. Man, comes comes through. I, he's a real dude. I like him, and I'm I'm happy for O'Brien down there, and their defense has it going. So JJ Watt had been riddled with injuries for years now, and also when he was playing, he wasn't getting the numbers. But doesn't mean he's not producing. But he wasn't putting up the numbers. I think he has something like he has double digit sacks this year. Like he's just a wrecking ball again. If Jadavion Clowney across from him, like it's. They're, they're a fun team to watch. And they've rebuilt that secondary. Remember, like, maybe five, six years ago when the secondary was this lights out down there? When they were doing there? things with Matt Schaub. Yeah. And and now... That was when Andre Johnson yeah, was at this Now peak. they finally gave O'Brien a quarterback. Finally. You know, they're not playing, like, guys that transferred out of pit. Well, you know, and, <laughs> how like, crazy good is things happen. Imagine that. that you don't I mean, start a pit quarterback. They're 10-1 and one after starting... 0-3, they've won 10 of their last 11 yeah. with their only loss to the Colts. Who are legit. Who are, you know, other than their weird shutout against the Jags two weeks ago. Yeah. That, which that which is, could cost I mean, them the playoffs. Right. Could. Could. I, I don't think it will. crazy. I think they'll either win their way in or they will lose their way out. But, like, I, that, that game is kind of crazy. How about the dog pound? Dude, I picked it. Going on the road, yeah. beating the Broncos, who a few weeks ago beat... Dude, and... Who did they beat? Was it the Chargers? Yeah, I think so. Like three weeks ago. weeks ago. Yeah. And now they've lost like two or three right. in a row. Right. To Everyone was talking about teams. Vance Joseph. It's Vance Joseph. Yeah. Thing, right? um, Keeping his job. and Yeah, how he saved, he's going to save his job. And then, nope. And this one, they pretty much said, I, I believe our, our uh, I say friend, fellow Berks Countyan, uh, Ross Tucker, summed this one up like, that'll do it for Vance Joseph, like in this one. Um, he, they were up. Or no, they were down four, 17-13, with a couple minutes left, and they ha- or a few minutes left, and they had the ball at the. I mean, it was more than like one or two minutes, but they had the ball at the four, and um, didn't they go for the touchdown. Kicked the field goal, they Ouchie. cut it to one, and then they didn't. Um, but I bet, anyway, I bet Vegas is happy about but, that. Man, the Browns are up seventeen sixteen, have fourth and one at like the sixteen yard line, and go for it to try and end the game. Like this would have ended the game. And they don't get it, and they give the ball back to the Broncos, and the Broncos make some plays, but then just run out and, and didn't really get a shot at it. So um, no um, miracle in Mile High. No, but like you're thinking, man, like and I get the Browns have had kicking issues, you know, but you can make it a four point game. Well, we'll get to kicking but, issues when we talk about the game in Pittsburgh. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but congratulations <laughs> to the Browns, who I don't. I know entering today there was still a chance they could make the playoffs. Yeah, but the Ravens. Well, the Ravens won. I, I, the they Colts didn't get the won. help they needed. I think today. Yeah. Although that was, they had a chance to win the division. Still, I don't think they can win the division now. They'd but they might needed, still be able to find their way. They probably needed Baltimore in. and Pittsburgh to lose, which 
neither happened. So, all right. right, So the game's on Sunday. Finally, Atlanta getting back on the right track and the Cardinals coming back down to earth. Atlanta blows out Arizona 40 to 14. Tevin Coleman had 145 rushing yards. And Matty Ice. Yeah. Matt Ryan finally came alive. Rushing touchdown for me. They're kind of a huge underperforming group. Yeah. And there's talk that he could be in trouble. Dan Uh, Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. Two years. A lot of people think what's going to happen, though, is they think both coordinators are gone there and that Dan Quinn will still be around next year. Which I think so. I don't think think the Falcons are in total reset mode. They just didn't have it this year. Yeah. Um, Time's running out. The seat will be hot for Dan Quinn next year. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We mentioned Ravens getting the victory over the Bucks today. They they kept it close, but. Reports that Flacco is done after this year in Baltimore. Um, Between the contract and Lamar Jackson, I think they're going to kind of ride that one. Ravens looked kind of dead a couple weeks ago, or a few weeks ago. And now they're well. Four they were and, four, four and, and five. Right. They were four and five at the time. And Lamar Jackson has come in and won- gone four and one as the starter. Um, and it's not pretty, but it looks like Ravens football. <laughs> you know, like the defense is really good, and they don't necessarily have the studs that they had when they've had these teams in the past. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Whew. And if. If he's, I'm just trying to think. If, if the Ravens, that's why the Steelers game was so huge today because the Ravens would have jumped them. Um, but the Ravens now with eight wins and Lamar Jackson there, he doesn't have to be a prolific passer, but he needs to be better than he is right now. But you know, he wasn't getting the first team reps up right. through, you know, the first half of the season. So it'll be interesting to see with an off season. And that's another one has uh, John Harbaugh done enough to save his job there because there's a lot of talk that he is I out. think so. I, that would be... I think so, too. I think that would be... I mistake. think he's one. If he if he gets let go, I think he would have a job soon. Green Although, Bay? That would be an interesting one. So, a game that I, I... I'll be honest, I didn't see a lot of these games today. I wasn't around. So, some of these scores I'm seeing for the first time. I thought Detroit had won that game. Yeah, so they gave up a late touchdown. Apparently not. Yeah. Buffalo beat Detroit 14-13, and of note, at least at the time I was watching part of this game, the Bills had zero running backs That's left true. on their roster. Yes. Um, they were down their top two, and then their next two got hurt, and they scored the touchdown from an empty set. <laughs> well, sounds about right. Right. I'm they happy about this. They did have a fullback this. on the roster, though. Right, yeah, I heard him say that. Up, but. I, uh, I'm happy about this because I took Buffalo over Detroit in the pool, so, so, yeah, so this one, is so ha- this one makes one. me happy. Yeah. I'm happy with that, although... Um, that's another one. Josh Allen coming around. Quiet. Make some yeah. plays, man. It'll be interesting to see what this quarterback group does. I mean, think about it. Lamar Jackson had been pretty good. Yeah. Josh Allen has his moments. Um, same thing for Rosen. Yeah. And even Sam Darnold, who's probably been the most inconsistent, but also maybe the brightest at times. Yeah. Whereas Lamar Jackson has right. been the best by record. Yeah, you could. But of- throwing abilities doesn't match up the other three guys. Right, right. But he's electric playmaker, uh, Lamar right. Jackson. So right, and it's not arm. It's not like he has a noodle arm. No, 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 like, no. Right, it's but more. Like, it's decision making, right. accuracy, which, things which like that, that can kill you though. Oh yeah, yeah. You In get the a guy who run. can fire the ball. You, you start like you you don't understand why he can't make the throws. You know when you don't have the arm. Well, it's obvious why he can't make the throws. You don't have the arm. Yeah. You know, um, but then you have um, uh, Baker too. Right there. So. Um, 
Oh yeah, geez, I forgot completely. Forgot the number one pick. Right. I completely forgot to even mention him in in the conversation. So Green Bay kept it closer with Chicago than I think a lot of people expected under the interim head coach and on the road in Chicago. Uh, but Bears were able to get it done. They clinched their first division title since 2010. Um, you know, good for them. Last time yeah. I think they were in the playoffs was that Jay Cutler in- interesting uh, scenario where he took himself out of a playoff game. Yeah. Uh, and he was talked about for uh, for the next few for weeks the rest on of his sports career. radio. For the rest of his career that <laughs> came up. So yeah. um, uh, it does appear. I'm happy for Matt Nagy. Oh yeah, for, LL for sure. guy, LL guy. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, I did hear um, uh, Scott and Red Zone's got handsome calling Nagy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I it's have, Nagy, isn't right, it? Right. I am pretty sure it is Nagy, and the national pronunciation. I think that is a. Uh, is that a South Central South Pennsylvania <laughs> pronunciation is a little different than the others. All right. And I don't I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but So uh shout out to my uncle Rich who's watching us live uh-huh. and he was chiming in on the uh times we were stuttering with uh the uh the Chiefs record and who they p- lost to. Obviously we knew they lost to the Patriots. That was a great game. That was a great uh, game. at the beginning of the season, but uh he he's chiming in, in the chat and I don't have much to brag about this weekend, no, but I'm, I had a pretty great weekend last weekend. You know, I'm, I'm, so, you know, I think maybe we'll have to pull up some video from last week at some point here. Yeah, you know, I think that's worth, uh, I think that's worth knowing. I, I think so. But well, let's try to get through some of these games here before I start reminiscing about the good old days that I had for about 15 seconds hey, last listen, Sunday evening. Listen, right now, if you want to talk about the good old days about our NFL teams, I'm okay with that. So. <laughs> yeah, because yours is only like... 300 some days ago right exactly but it's it's about to expire so <laughs> um, I, I gotta get it in i think this one is a little bit of a surprise just because i felt like the raiders were staying competitive and upsetting yeah. some teams and they played, and the Bengals they played were going well the, the other last way. couple weeks right and the Bengals were not and, and cincinnati <laughs> um gets the better of them by two scores in right. cincinnati you know, Oakland's now definitely pressing for that number one pick, and they've got an interesting scenario unfolding where their last game in Oakland could be on Christmas Eve and a primetime audience, yeah. and uh, that could get ugly. Yeah, there are now lawsuits between the city yeah. and there, and yeah, it's it's not going to go well. The Raiders don't have a as of right now. The Raiders do not have a home for next year. Um, kind of crazy. But. Yeah, it's interesting, but. You know, I'm sure this will probably linger on throughout the spring and maybe even into the summer and something get done at the last second because that's the way it always works out. So you think they play in Oakland next year? I would think so. I would think so too, but I, I don't know. How about a shocker here? We mentioned two weeks ago the Colts got shut out by the Jaguars, who look awful, in case you don't see that score right below there. They lost again today. But now the Colts put a stop to the Cowboys' streak of wins, which had been up to, was it five? I think it was five, yeah. In dominating fashion, beating them 23 to nothing. And as you can see on the screen, if you're watching, this was the Cowboys' first shutout in over 15 years. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, they had their opportunities. They had a couple, they had like a fourth down in, inside the 10. They had a field goal that was blocked. Um, yeah. What, whatever could go wrong for the Cowboys today get, did go wrong. Um, which, you know, it kind of evens itself out because last week anything that could go right for the Cowboys did go right. Yeah. That's all we need to say about that one. <laughs> uh, but Dallas is still going to win that division. Um, uh, well, I mean, the Redskins are right there now. They're a game back, but they're with, what, a third-string quarterback? Fourth. 
Fourth string quarterback. Yeah, yeah that's right. Fourth string. They, they started a guy today who hasn't started a game was in the it Josh NFL Johnson? since 2011. Was it yeah. Josh Johnson? I guess they started him last week, but yes. No, no, no. He came in last week. I yeah. Think. But he started today. Hasn't started a game since 2011 and led him to a win. They asked him, like, how did, like, when he got the call, he went on Madden and started playing Madden so that he could learn his teammates' names. <laughs> that makes sense. That, yeah. that would work. So, uh, but yeah, he led the Redskins to a victory over the Jaguars. Now, did you see this? It's over the Jaguars. Jalen so. Ramsey asked about Doug Marone's job safety. Yeah, he, he doesn't goes, care, about, care anyone about anyone but myself. But myself. Yeah. That sounds about right. I so. guess he might have said, I'm not worried about anybody but myself or something. But yes. Right. So. But for sound clips on sports shows, that that one will be played often, especially because, well, well it's the only thing really worthy ago, of talking about for the Jags because they're terrible. About four months ago, everyone was talking about how he just trashed more than half the league's quarterbacks, yeah. and now they're looking at the possibility of not, of not even winning five or six games this year after being in the AFC Championship right. and being like eight minutes away from the Super Bowl last yeah. year. Now, that team, they are full of bad decisions. They released Barry Church this week, who they just guaranteed like $17 million to last year. Like, it's just, I don't know, Tom Coughlin went, all, not all in, but they... They stayed with – this was the quarterback class. This was the quarterback class. Now, I know they were drafting late because they almost made it to the Super Bowl last year. This is the quarterback class, and they decided to stay with Blake Bortles, and that did not work out. And now they're learning Cody Kessler is not the guy either. Well, yeah, but And maybe you shouldn't have let your best wide receiver go to Chicago because yeah. Allen Robinson is a monster up in Chicago right now. So, um, Unfortunately, my high from last week came to a crash in Minnesota today. And actually, when now, did I did you pick this one? When, did you pick the? I Vikings? picked Minnesota. I'm yeah, I knew you did. I knew um, you did. When I stopped watching this game to to, uh, to move on to do other things today, it was twenty four seventeen. So uh, things got out of hand pretty quickly. After well, it that. was twenty one nothing Vikings. Oh, was it really? It was twenty one nothing Vikings. And then Dolphins get a pick Except six. They got seventeen and then they get a big one. Right. They make it twenty one seventeen and you're like, Oh, here they come. And then they give up twenty in a row. Well that, this reminds me kind of of the game against the Texans on Thursday night, right at the beginning of the Texans run. Because yeah. like the Texans shot out to the lead Miami, came back, kept it close, and then all of a sudden I woke up the next day and I was like, Wow, that went that poorly quickly. quickly. <laughs> uh, so and I, I love that the NFL makes a note that this is Minnesota's first win against Miami since 2002, which only brings back the memory of that 2002 game because I can listen to that in the radio in my head over and over and over again because we were, I think, coming back from, I want to say, my dad and I used to always go to a Flyers game right before Christmas, yeah, yeah. and I'm pretty sure Miami was winning that game and Dante Culpepper took them down the field to either score a touchdown or kick a game-winning field goal that I think may have knocked the Dolphins out of the playoffs. Is that before or after? Before. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> I, sorry, uh, is Adam on the show with me? No, no, no. It's, it's fine. It's fine. So, uh, this one surprised me a little bit just because I thought the Giants were... Had turned the corner. Had turned the bit. corner and were looking better. I mean, I still favored the Titans, but I didn't think the Giants would be shut out with the way that Barkley had been playing. And uh, was was Beckham back? Beckham no, play? He, he okay, so out. he was still out. But, but Eli, even so, Eli regressed. Yeah, even time. so, I just thought the Giants had you know start to put some things together. And honestly, if they would have won, it wouldn't have been out of the picture for them to make a run at the division, depending on how Dallas and Washington and Philly would do. Because right. they you know sitting at six and eight when the Cowboys are eight and six. 
Now, maybe the tiebreaker scenarios don't work in their favor, right, but right. now they're obviously out of it. Now, now they can't they can't do yeah. anything, and they didn't deserve to. They were so terrible at the beginning of the year. Uh, but the Titans are an odd team. They've man, yeah, they're not that good. But they, Derrick Henry has had a great two games. He rushed for like well over a hundred yards and two touchdowns today, and. Now, so this might be the most surprising one of all, oh, just because absolutely. we absolutely. thought the Seahawks were a team to be afraid of in the NFC, and they go to San Francisco, a team that no one should really be afraid of. Right. But now San Francisco, I believe, has won two in a row, beating, didn't they beat Denver last week? Yeah. In Denver, I think, yeah. too. And now they beat Seattle on a last second field goal. Man, they are really <laughs> screwing up the wild card. Race yeah, that is. <laughs> That is crazy. <laughs> Just, that, that is a huge shock to me. Those two wins, though, those two wins against teams that were in playoff races have taken them out of the driver's seat for the number one pick. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, with them but, getting Garoppolo back, you right. would When think, you have the number one pick, though, and you don't need a quarterback, though? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's Either you're going to get a trade a, trade, a windfall, or you can find you know an incredible defensive talent, probably. Right. But yeah, I mean, they're now I think they're going to pick third or fourth because yeah. I mean the the Cardinals and the Raiders are in front of them. Right? Uh, who else would be up no, there? So the Cardinals aren't taking a quarterback either, though. Like you, they Ra- probably want teams that are taking quarterbacks ahead of them. Yeah. Although yeah. this isn't the year necessarily for the quarterback. No. But. All right, so let's get to this last game here at the bottom. <laughs> this one was a huge shock to me because I said there was no way. New England was going to lose two games in a row. They already did it this season. I think they lost two in a row early in the season. I think. Okay, then I'll say there's no way they're going to lose two games in a row this late in the season. I would agree with that. As you can see, it doesn't happen. As you can see at the bottom, this is the first time since 2002 when the Dolphins last lost to the Vikings (laughs) that the Patriots have lost two games in December. Obviously, we know what happened last week. <laughs> but the way the Steelers have been playing, because they've lost what three in a row, yeah. and it should have really been four. They never should have beaten the Jaguars no, no. a month ago. Yeah, when so, the Jags lost that game, that's when the Jags quit. By the way, yeah, I, so okay. I texted you that after that. I was yeah, like, like, season over. They quit. You could tell by they their faces. Beat the Colts like, though the next week, didn't they? I, I know. Not the week they six, shut them out six nothing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, Flashbacks you, to yeah. when they beat the Bills in week one of the playoffs last year, and you're like, oh my gosh, Nine, they're going to get murdered by the by the Steelers next round, even though they beat them the, earlier in the year. And they go and they just destroy the Steelers. But, <clears throat> yeah, if you would have told me there were 27 total points in Steelers-Patriots, I would have been like, in the first half? Yeah, or, and uh, someone that needed a huge game from Roethlisberger and Juju, yeah. this was not helpful. And I did yeah. have Sony Mitchell benched, so... That worked in my favor, except yeah. none of my team did anything this and, week. And, and Ben's one touchdown went to Vance McDonald. Right, so which, was, oh, it was great. on your roster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe that when I pulled out. One catch, five yards, six points. I'm like, you <laughs> got to be kidding me. Yeah. But, I mean, there was no way I was going to beat you this week because my team decided that after being red hot for six weeks, that today they were just like, nah, I'm done. I appreciate that. So thank you. <sighs> well, my dad's been texting. The first one, he says he he's not a Dak fan. Okay, he hasn't right. been. He he thought his rookie year was a mirage, and that's kind of what, the way it looks. Although I can't say that they've really given him much help outside of Zeke. Yeah, like, and Zeke wasn't really around a lot last year, and when he was, they won in terms of targets because you had an aging Witten, Des 
I was fine with him that first year. He's fallen off, and well, I mean, he was briefly with the team this year. Um, but they have no wide receivers. No one really take over for Witten. And their line, which had been so powerful the last few years, had major injury issues this year. In my one, opinion. their center hasn't played all year. Right. In my opinion, they – this is obviously revisionist, but they they wasted a lot of the the prime of that line. I think that was when they had the chance to capitalize, um, and they, they haven't done it. But, I mean, they, they've been doing okay, but like it's just – yeah, one of those things. So. Yeah. Um, so he says, my dad says, Dak Prescott's basically, he's not going to take him to uh, a Super Bowl title. He's not a Dak believer. So. so I don't know that it's Dak. I think, and this kills me, but like as, as much as I, I think Dak is good enough if the rest of the team's in place, but I, I don't think they have all the pieces in place, and that can be guys that play on the line. Between the lines and guys standing on the sidelines and the guys, you know, signing the contracts and the yeah. paychecks, I don't think it's all there right now. And don't get me wrong, like I hope he's not the guy. You know, what I mean? like that, that sounds. I'm, I'm rooting against him because he's a cowboy, not because I just right. like Dak Prescott. Right, right, he's yes. a likable guy. He seems like a good guy. Well, have you you've seen that uh, that kind of like I don't. It, it wasn't the My Wish series, but something similar to that, yeah. that profile. I think you shared yeah. it. That's how yeah. I watched it. Uh, he made he became good friends with the the um uh the gentleman that does the art yeah and I believe he doesn't have any arms right he right. does everything with his feet yeah which is incredible right like the stuff he was able to do it's a really great video it's only a few minutes long right. uh, Justin shared it I think I believe it was produced by ESPN so you can search um you know an ESPN video yeah. with Dak Prescott and, and a right. unique friendship that he's made um with a with an yeah. incredibly talented artist absolutely uh, I I just think. They've got an incredible running back. They've got a, a good enough offensive line, even though there's been some ups and downs with the injuries there. Um, I, I can see how, like, I can't, I can't say Dak definitively is the guy, though. You know, like I, I don't know. Um, there's just, I, I think there are some issues still there, and I'm okay with that. I hope, I hope those issues continue. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to our uh, brief fantasy discussion, um, I know going into this weekend, my dad wanted to see me beat you, and my uncle Bob beat Adam. The opposite has happened, so now he wants to know who does he root for, Beavis or Butthead? Um, Beavis. <laughs> that's Spoiler me. alert. That's the direction it's going to go. <laughs> I can tell you that for certain. So, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to come up short. I feel like this is our, man, I think this is our, is our 15th year or 14th year? I don't year? know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, we started in 05, so this is our 14th season. So, you're telling me it's only a couple more years till our league is older than enough. the students I teach. <laughs> I was going to say old enough to drive because that's why I told you three years ago. Well, and, well really... I guess yeah, it was three years ago. It was 2015. The 2015 game that uh, in two more years the Navy win streak will be old enough to drive, and they haven't won since I said that. Yeah. So good job. Uh, yeah. Um, but so this is the 14th year. I think I've made the final four at at least in eight or nine of those 14 years, but I've only won two championships. Mm-hmm. So. I was hoping this was the year, and I said I won six in a row, and I think I put 
like 107 plus points up in all of those weeks. And now this week I finished with like 64. <laughs> <sighs> Fantasy yeah. football is crazy. Yeah. Can't, can't figure it out. So, um, well, Eagles and Rams are close early second. If the Eagles want any shot at making the playoffs, they have to win this game. The Cowboys losing today is a huge, huge help. Except they're not going to win the division. They're not. Like, the Cowboys would have to lose out, I think. Yeah, and I don't think Dallas' next two opponents are that difficult. Indy might have been the toughest one they had left. I think it is. And the Eagles have Houston next week. Now, it's in Philly, I think. Because they're at – yeah, because they're at Dallas last week. They're at LA this week. They're not at Houston next week. That would be ridiculous. However, like, don't – this is not why they lost the game. But I do love how they got to play Washington and Dallas back-to-back weeks with both of them having the mini-buy coming off of playing the previous the, week's Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, like, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks you're, for that. You're welcome. I, I, that was so, so, in all seriousness, though, like, okay, don't be wrong. I, I'm not hoping the Eagles lose. However, there are many more upsides, in my opinion, long-term to the Eagles losing than there are to them winning tonight's game. First of all, they'll fall into at least third place, and if the Giants can win some here at the end, maybe even fourth place in the division. That sounds terrible, but that's where they were two years ago, and that got them the schedule last year, which didn't turn out to be super easy. You know, they went to LA, who was good last year, and things like that. But you know how that matches up. You, teams change from one year to the next, but if you're the fourth place team, you play the divisions and stuff you play, you play the teams that finished in fourth place this year. Right. Like for some of those matchups and schedule making. So in theory, you know, if they finish third instead of second, that's better. If they're going to miss the playoffs anyway, and if they finish fourth, you know, and all the while getting a higher draft pick. So Mm -hmm. instead of drafting between 15 and 20, maybe they're drafting between 10 and 15. Right. Now I don't even know if they have this year's draft pick in the first round because they've traded away so much stuff. (laughs) <laughs> but like either way, that's it's not a fantasy draft. It's not snakes. You you get that higher pick every time. You know throughout the whole kind of way down. So right. all that being said, and also, um, you know, there's no need to bring Wentz back. I don't think they're going to. But there's no need to bring Wentz back in meaningless games and risk him actually being seriously injured when you can just kind of have him rest for a little bit and he'll be fine. And and ready to go in the offseason. He's only a year removed from his ACL tear now. Right. You know, like, and if you're off of that wagon, I hope you jump off the front so it can run you over next year. Like, off that's basically... Wentz? Off the Wentz. Yeah, oh, okay. if you're off the Wentz wagon... I, mean, I was like, I, I said they should put him on Pup and not bring him back. Oh, no, until- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Like, there are people who are like, oh, you know, he's not the guy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if, no. if that's... Not you. I'm all about Carson right. Wentz. If, so. if there are people in there, I want you to jump off the front of the bandwagon so it runs, runs you, you over, over on the way to the Super Bowl <laughs> next year. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Big yeah. predictions right here. Yeah. So, that wraps up week 15. Obviously, we have the game going on tonight with the Eagles and Rams. And then the game tomorrow night. Heck with, of a game. And they play again in two weeks. Panthers and Saints. Oh, Panthers, Saints. Yeah, I was Sorry, like, Eagles sorry. and Rams play again in two weeks. That's that would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Panthers and yeah. Saints. So, but, but it, yeah, we're at that time of year where, like, some, some teams haven't played a team yet and they play them two of the final three weeks. And I believe every game in week 17 is a divisional matchup. Yeah. Which Miami is goes awesome. To Buffalo. That was awesome. Yeah, what a great move. One of the best moves that the NFL has made in a long time was that of, what, like six, seven years ago? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to jump back here to um, week 14 uh, just because I have to because I want to watch this again. And, um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's enjoy.
<laughs> and oh, here my we go. Gosh. And wait for the it. The best part is wait coming up it. right here. Wait for and it. Boom. And, and oh, Gronk. Can't get him. Oh, can't get him. Oh, the 15. Oh, gosh. The 15 can't get him. Nope. Uh, ah, yes. So, so good. I love those two those right there. Look at you guys like, oh, man. What just, what just happened? happened? Yeah. I don't know why the volume's not up. I mean, you get the you get the gist. You, you nah. get the gist. I mean, you get the important stuff right here. Uh, incredible. And uh, Justin was not the first one to notify me of what happened. I was at the Wilson Football Banquet, which started at 4, and this happened at about 4.10. Yeah. Uh, and a friend of mine uh, texted me something that I'm not going to repeat. He is a Dolphins fan and season ticket holder. Then Justin called me about five seconds later. So right away, when the friend texted me, I knew Miami had won, but I didn't know how they had won. So Justin called me and basically was like, tell me you were watching the end of the Miami game. I was like, no, I'm at the football banquet. He's like, they won on a hook and lateral, sort of. You know, it's not exactly what you picture, but they got it done. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's about all I got out. And then I was speechless. Like I couldn't really explain what happened. That doesn't happen, and that doesn't happen to the Patriots, right? You know, like, and if, but however, you you kind of called this when we talked before. If it was going to happen, it was going to happen to the Patriots in Miami yeah. in December. Exactly. Like that's <laughs> that's that's become Miami's mo. Tom Brady and the Patriots have trouble in Miami. I believe his record there may be below five hundred in his career. Might be. I think he's like seven and nine or something, seven and ten, something like that now. So that that's crazy to think about. Yeah, <laughs> that over the the last uh, however many years uh, that we've had to go through this obnoxious Brady Belichick era, that they can't beat Miami in uh, Miami. I've heard it to end like that, but like ending on with no time left on an offensive play that's already right. considered a miracle. Then for it to happen against New England, right. e- even better. So here's and then the for them I... to be wearing those throwbacks, oh, that just put the icing so on the how, cake. How do you have Gronk in the game there? Well, Tannehill, they thought it was going to be a bomb. Yeah, Tannehill was missed a month because of his shoulder. Like he's not throwing the ball seventy yards. <laughs> My uncle texted me, texted good night. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he wants to watch anymore. Although honestly, losing like that's a fluke. Like, right. like, New England won that game. Which is why you were convinced they were going to win this week. Well, see, that if, if I'm a Patriots fan and getting, you know, real and not obnoxious no. and bad, yeah. this game in Pittsburgh today is more worrisome than the game in Miami. Heck yeah. Because Pittsburgh was struggling. They've been no good recently. And they're beat up. And short of a blown coverage, the worst blown coverage you'll ever see, Chris Hogan couldn't have been more open on their touchdown. They didn't score another touchdown in that game. Yeah. They scored a touchdown on, what, their third offensive snap? And then didn't score. I mean, they got a field goal, but didn't score. Like, ah. Well, New England all of a sudden is bad on the road. Yeah. Uh, I think all five of their losses are on the road. And they're in danger. Well, now they're, they're, they're in danger of certainly of not getting a they won't have a bye. I don't think they're getting a bye. Um, it, it, Pittsburgh's got to keep winning, I guess. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah, except Houston. 
Oh, Houston two. Houston's the two seed now. Houston's the two, yeah, because Houston's ten and four. You got think about that. The Chiefs or the Chargers are both eleven and three. But Houston's ten and four. Now, now Pittsburgh now, has. Now you have Steelers and Patriots battling it out for who's going to play the Chargers or Chiefs in the first round. Well, right, right. Depending like, on who who doesn't right. win that division. Now the Houston, that's a huge game against Philly next week for them. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's, they've got to be they've got to be rooting for the Rams year. hardcore. Oh yeah, the Eagles lose to the Rams, they're mathematically eliminated, and therefore, you know, you can have. Your dad just said in their last seven played in Miami, New England's one and six. Wow, it's kind of like ever since that was mentioned, you know, like five years ago, like oh, New England lost their last game here. It's taken on like. Or the last two or whatever. Yeah, but it's that's kind crazy because that doesn't crazy happen thing. in New England. New England's the exception to those things. Well, I like, read an article those. on The Athletic leading up to the game. I think it was by New England writers, but I got a notification because it talked about Miami mm-hmm. at length. And I read the whole thing talking about, you know, they interviewed Belichick and the staff and the people. Was, Why does this happen? And they chalked it up. And I was like, well, now that this article's out, it's not going to happen. And they're going to win the next, like, eight years in Miami. Yeah. And then that happened. It's, they, they felt like they were over the hump. And then it got even worse. The hump got even bigger and they fell back down the hill. Yeah. Like, but obviously this isn't the same New England team that we've seen in the last no. 15 years. But I'll believe it when it happens but that's in the, the thing. playoffs. We're not at the second season yet. And sometimes the Patriots and Belichick because, are always doing this where you think right. they're down and out. And guess what you're going to start to hear a lot of this week is that the Patriots are done. Patriots Tom Brady's are done. Yeah, done. It's over. Yep. You know, like they'll make the playoffs, but this they're they're no good anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So. so this is the week you double down on their on that Super Bowl bet for the Patriots. Right. Yeah. This is start hitting Vegas hard. Yeah. So even though you went to bed, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> we we just told you your team's going to win Super Bowl. So congratulations. Yeah. Again. And that's why we drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that pretty much covers it. We talked about a lot, uh, football related, college, NFL, fantasy. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Um, my plan is to have shows the next two weeks, so we get to talk about week 16 and 17, talk about clinching, playoff scenarios, then actual playoff matchups, which two weeks from now we'll probably pretty much know, because actually we might know, because I don't believe there's a Sunday or a Monday night game the last week of the season. I don't know. I think they're all like Sunday afternoon and evening. Yeah. So we will basically well, I know thought, the I matchups. last year – or one of the years they flexed the Sunday night game down because it mat like it mattered. So like I think like if it doesn't matter, they may still play it that night. I I don't know. I don't know. But so well we'll see. But I think that's everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, any shout outs or anything to mention here as we wrap up episode two hundred and sixty seven. Uh, happy birthday to you this week coming up. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, we'll say a happy birthday to my dad. and be celebrating this week as well. Uh, this is the day before yours? No, day after. Okay. I knew yeah. they were back-to-back. When I yeah, so it. mine's Tuesday. His is Wednesday. So happy birthday to my dad who um, usually listens to us. And, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not always trustworthy or loyal <laughs> when it comes to that. And I, I always call him out at work on Monday because I can always tell when he didn't listen. Obviously, he's listening tonight because he's been texting us. Uh, so, I get a text Monday last Monday morning, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a text that required some, some phone savvy, not a ton, not a ton, <laughs> but some. And I immediately replied to Joey because the text was not from Joey, but it was referring to the Cowboys Eagles game, and. I immediately text Joey, 
your dad just sent me, you know, a gift. All right, a gift. I I hate you because I knew that Joey had to have helped, but there, there was something like, "There's no way your dad sent that to me. I right. hate you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, in my defense, it wasn't my idea. No, he was I, just. He asked me. He's like, "Can I have Justin's number? I want to text him." And so he handed me his phone, and I went to enter your number, and it was already in there. And what popped up was the last time we did this to you, which was on your birthday a year and a half ago, which was the same thing. He sent you, like, Go Cowboys on your right, birthday right. with a GIF or a picture. Right. And it was it was Des Bryant and the X. It was J- July 2017. And yeah. I was like, you already have his info in here because we texted him on your birthday or on his birthday. Oh, so we, I sent you that great Cowboys gift. I just pulled up the built-in like apple right, gift right, keyboard right, right, and it was right. just like dallas cowboys and it was like good morning go cowboys or something yeah. like that and it was just a flashing four flashing yeah. boxes with the star in it and i was just like that's oh, perfectly appropriate i got it i immediately texted you but yeah i had nothing to say like i <laughs> yeah good times good times yep. so well um Next week we'll be back. I don't think we'll have uh, you know anything specific to cover outside of the NFL. So it'll be all NFL Week 16. Sounds good. We'll get a pretty good clarity on the playoff picture. A lot more teams will have clinched at least a spot, if not the divisions or wild card spots. We can start to iron out what it's going to look like uh, come January. So two more shows in 2018 before uh, we head to 2019 and uh, we celebrate the end of our eighth and starting our ninth year of the show. Wow. Yeah, started in 2011, so that's crazy. No, that's crazy. It's uh, it's been uh, it's been fun. It's been it's been a lot of fun. It's uh, been enlightening, uh, learning the process of producing all this kind of stuff, and uh, it's uh, it's helped me do it for uh, another show this year. So yeah. that was that was yeah. a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, but. I think that's it. So thanks for joining us. Uh, this wraps wraps up episode 267 on the Joe Mays and JRF show. Tune in every Sunday evening for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm Joe Mays. He's Justin Raffoff. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and JRAF show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRAF.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.